webmasterradio.fm log into the feed and linger in the lounge cover story cover a story or attain that coveted story get it that is exactly what you want quoted as the expert the story headline the spin every week join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public your public craft your image promote your products create expert status become the buzz join us with the pros pr 101 crisis management media blitzing it's all here on cover story we're reserving a headline for you hey everyone welcome to cover story this is brandy shapiro babin and i am joined with mick jolly and david mcginnis of pr web good afternoon gentlemen how are you? Uh, we're doing very, very well. It stopped snowing up here, so as long as the <laughs> snow goes away, we'll be doing better. You know what's crazy? We were in Las Vegas last week, and I think it was the second time in 11 years it snowed in lucky Las Vegas. Yeah, did I keep you uh, locked into town for a few extra days because of the snow? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the fact that you can't find your way in it, once you're in a casino, it's very hard to find your way out of the casino. Oh, that is so true. I mean, it's it's really incredible how well they have that experience crafted. Just you can't hardly go to the bathroom in your hotel room without tripping across the slot machine. No, you know what the silliest thing is? I only I, I love to gamble, but we were so busy, we never got an opportunity to um, to gamble. And I sat down. I was waiting for a meeting, and they were late. Can you imagine that? And I sat down at a five cent slot machine, and I got so excited because I hit double double. Wait, two sevens, and then like five times that amount. On the five cent machine, hey. it was four hundred nickels. Nothing wrong with that. That was twenty whole dollars off after a seventy five cent investment. Paid for your next cab ride. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so that was our experience in Vegas. A little, a little ill, but um, I don't want to uh, hold back any longer. I'm extremely excited about our guest for today. Uh, that's uh, both of us. Yeah, and I know David included. Well, absolutely, because you guys. Um, brim about this woman. So, um, and I've heard all sorts of wonderful, wonderful things. Um, so, I'd love to just introduce her and get her on the show because I think this is going to be a truly information-packed show that's really going to benefit everyone in our listening audience. We want to make sure everybody gets in the lounge and and um, gets their questions out there, so we can we can get as many questions answered today as possible. Yes, people. You know what? I get tons of emails. Ex post facto, asking you know questions after the show. This show is for you and by you. This is information, free advice given to you by pros. It is extremely important that if you want information that pertains to you, you come in and participate. No questions, a silly question, and you know nine chances out of ten, if you ask a question, other people have that on their mind as well. So um, it's all about give and take. So definitely come on into the lounge and ask your questions. Have a guest on the show today that can actually provide that can provide really good answers, and so we need to get those. Um, make sure those questions come in. So absolutely, absolutely, because it's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Um, we have with us today Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm Annie, Annie Jennings PR, and she is just a highly touted national publicist, and um, she's revolutionized the publicity industry. And she is recognized as an industry leader. Um, and Annie Jennings PR is known as, what is this, America's PR Company? That's a lovely title to have. And she's extremely famous for her Hot 25, Hot 35, and Hot 50 um, national ad campaigns where um, you're only booked on uh, extremely well-exposed shows with high listenerships uh, in all the top markets. So, you know, I guess her, her whole focus is truly... Um, why bother with small potatoes when you can have the whole farm for yourself? <laughs> That's right, Brandy. <laughs> there you go. Welcome, Annie Jennings. Oh, thanks so much for having me. This is truly an honor. I've heard a lot about Cover Story, and I'm, it's so, I'm so excited to be here, and I hear it's just the next smash hit on the uh, Internet, so we're all excited here. Yay, from your mouth to God's ears. Oh, I'm sure. I hear wonderful <laughs> things. Thank you, thank you. And I just have to, I mean, if I, I just love working with David and Mick. It's like the, the highlight of my week. Oh, aren't they your favorites? They are my favorites. <laughs> Although I don't like to say it too often to their face. I'd rather say it to blush. back. <laughs> we'll, we'll say it on the air. You know, what's better compliment? We'll, we'll have thousands of people here that you are. You guys are absolutely wonderful. Truly. I, I Thank mean, you, ladies. 
you know, from a business standpoint as well as a personal standpoint. I mean, truly, truly stand-up people who provide an awesome service um, unparalleled anywhere else. I love their service. We use their service, and I get a lot of testimonials from people who actually have used PR Web and have gotten great results. And actually, later in the teleseminar, I have a nice offer for people. It's a free digital that will teach them a lot more about how to really maximize their use of PR Web. And I sent thousands of my clients there who thank me enormously for the information. So it's all there on a free digital page, but we'll share that a little bit later if you like. Yeah, that's terrific. We're all about getting something, uh, giving something free to our listening audience. Oh, yeah. Well, there's lots here. I'm the queen. Oh, so that's free. terrific. Oh, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> good, good, good. So actually, Annie, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of where you came from, what inspired you to get into the profession you're in. That would be well, terrific. I- Absolutely. I absolutely love being in publicity. It is really my chance to make a difference in the world because the way I view our company is that we can, we can share in a person's expertise, that is, learn about them, create them into a, we'll call it a media package, that is, their expertise, their personality. They're, we're able to create that into a package that the media says, yes, I'd like to have this person on my show. So we're the middleman between somebody's many years of dedication to their expertise and research and their passion. Mm-hmm. Most people do work in their passions. And then they have a, they have a strong desire to share that with, with millions of people. But the problem is how. Okay. Because they're mostly, right, psychologists and other professionals, they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to be a PR. That's a profession. Right, absolutely. So, I love what I do because I get to be the middleman, and in turn, literally, and I and I hope that this is true, and I know we've changed lives, and I hope it's in the hundreds of thousands, if not millions, take the information that these people have to share, create it into a media segment that the media says yes to, and then they wind up getting the media coverage that allows them to meet, meet their goals and dreams of reaching millions of people with their powerful messages, and, uh, and change people's lives. And that's why I love what I do. Every day is different. Every expert is different. I love the challenge of it all. I love the excitement, the fast pace. Most of all, though, I love creating something of value to the listener so that they can go out and do something that's going to make a difference in their lives. Which is such a, I mean, because you hit on something so important. There's a lot of people out there that have a lot of wonderful, wonderful information and they do have a passion in regard to what they do, but presenting themselves in a way that's um, appealing to the media sometimes is very difficult. Very difficult. takes training. There's actually a process that people can go through to help them identify their key message points, to help them develop their key message points, and then present their key message points, and then frost it all up with a wonderful dose of personality. And then they become a media personality that's invited over and over again. And then they get the chance to really share and influence people. That's so fabulous. it's a package. It's, it's, it's a strategy. It's like knowing the tools of the trade, applying the tools of the trade in a way that makes sense. It's you know, proven, has got some results under its belt, and then moving forward. So it's, it is, you're right, it's a difficult thing to do to suddenly say, I'm going to promote myself, because there's a whole science behind promoting yourself. And that's what the publicity people do. That's fabulous. Before, because I know we've got um, a pretty intensive quiz to go through today. Absolutely. Um, But could you share with us maybe one of uh, your favorite stories about being able to take someone that you thought was super special that wasn't presenting themselves the way that they should and how how you helped craft their persona so they could read? Oh, I have got a great story for you guys. I love this story. We had an expert once, he, he MD, psychiatrist, very delightful, absolutely brilliant, and I loved his book and concept. And there's a process. I said, I'm putting you into a strategy. He goes, well, what's that? It's called the Oprah strategy. And he goes, oh, good, I want to be in the Oprah strategy. Well, <laughs> what he didn't realize is that he, he wanted the Oprah strategy to work the next day. Right. I said, no, 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 the Oprah strategy is going to work over the course of a year. We're going to develop you into a media personality that will be a benefit to Oprah's audience. So over the course of the year, and we have tools to do this. We actually have this survey that we send our clients that helps them identify their key message points. Now remember, a key message point is something that is really a value that you want to continually share over and over again to various audiences because you want to try to create messages that are going to last 
the test of time. Exactly. So that. consistency is key. Mm-hmm. And that's, yes, right. that's an excellent and point. To, mm-hmm. And to do that, you have to know who you are. So we, we bring clients through a survey and, an, and a, a message-building process. Once that's created, we give them the media training. So, with it, for, so this client went through these processes, of course, and we identified some key media points for him and really had him, had him uh, moving forward, knowing who he was, what he stood for, and what he wanted to share. And, yes, he also had a good personality point, too, and he was able to bring that out as time went on as he became more and more comfortable with the different types of media he was on. So I'd call him up with a placement, and he would say, well, that's a nice show and everything, and it'd be a good show. It'd be but, a it's show but it's not Oprah. But it's not Oprah. And I said, just do the show, please. <laughs> and he goes, okay, I'm going to do the show. So a year goes by, and he's doing all these shows. He's building up his media resume. He's getting to be fabulous. His message is resonating with people. It's starting to create a buzz. Next thing you know, right, and we never know where Oprah producers finally get their, play, their, their media ideas, right, right. Their, their segment ideas. Mm-hmm. But we do know that producers are constantly looking through the media, a little tiny story in the most obscure newspaper in the country can reach a producer's hands and eyes, and they can say, bingo, I want that segment on my show. So in this case, the client, Oprah called us, all right, Which is and said, we want your client. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, yay. <laughs> right, right. Let me check his schedule. So, my cl- so it worked. You know, our little our over strategy worked. And it's a great story because it took someone who had raw talent. They had written a book. They, were, they had raw talent, a powerful message that really just needed to be packaged, as well as the guest to be packaged into a personality that would, would resonate with Oprah's producers and, of course, ultimately with their audience. So now what, what was it that intrigued them about the doctor? What intrigued me? No, no, no. What was it that intrigued the Oprah show that finally, what well, piece the of media? Well, it's because his topic had become, he's, well, I'm not absolutely sure because we can never tell why mm-hmm. a producer wants a particular segment and it wouldn't be my place to say, to ask that question. Uh, however, I do believe it was because he had mass media appeal. Mm-hmm. All right? Mass media appeal and he was able to deliver his message in normal speak in ways that would reach normal people. Absolutely. So he, ha- he had refined his message to the point where he knew how to reach into the hearts and minds of his listening audience. And I think his message was so important. It was about changing behavior patterns that are really hard to change, that we're behaving in ways, but we don't want to behave in ways like that, but you can't help it. So he was so good at that, at talking about really getting to the core of the issues that prevent change. And we know that Oprah's audience is very much a personal growth audience. Mm-hmm. And he was able to identify himself with their audience right. through simplifying his message to several key points. And that, of course, is the role of the publicist to make that happen. Right, because you helped to define what his consistent messaging was from the beginning and package him up nicely, plus also give him a lot of exposure prior to then. So by the time he went on to what his ultimate goal was, the Oprah show, which another show could have benefited him more, you know, even better, let's say, than the Oprah show, but in his mind, that was the ultimate. He was able to get on and do it with ease because he had the background and the consistency behind him. Exactly. Yeah, that is so super. So, you know, we need to have a little consistency in our lives and give a little thanks to our advertisers that allow us to bring our radio show free to the listening audience. So, Annie, David, and Mick, stand by, and we'll be right back with Cover Story. Merchants offer your customers a billing solution with zero chargeback risk. Introducing DuoCash. DuoCash. And the revolutionary card that's just like using cash on the net. No credit card or bank account required. DuoCash is available wherever prepaid calling cards are sold or online at DuoCash.com. So ensure your customer's online experience anywhere they see PayByCash.com or DuoCash. And don't leave money on the table. Sign up with DuoCash, the official prepaid shopping card of the internet. DuoCash. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on GenieKnows.com. Install a co-branded search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, GenieKnows.com pays cash for 
at each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our co-brand referral program. Genie knows how to deliver results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S dot com. Proud sponsor of the Webmaster World. Are you ready to optimize your website's full potential? Well, it's all about positioning. Trusted by search engines for delivering clean and optimized content pages for customers. The trusted feeds industry pioneers at Position Technologies will help you build a solid foundation for creating long-term impact on you and your customers' bottom line. So visit PositionTechnologies.com today and look forward to achieving new heights within the search engines. WebmasterRadio.fm Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hey everyone, welcome back on this latest edition of Cover Story, hosted by myself, Brandy Shapiro-Babin, David McGinnis of PR Web, and Mick Jolly of PR Web, and our illustrious guest this afternoon is Annie Jennings of Annie Jennings PR. Welcome back, Annie. Well, thank you. Wonderful to be back. Yay. Okay, so I, I don't want to, uh, with no further ado, you have crafted a quiz for our listening audience. We have, and this is a quiz. I've developed this quiz, and this is going to be, I want, to, I want people on the line now to be brought up to speed. Let's level the playing field uh, and know what the professionals know. I'd like you to have a clear advantage, what's going on in the, in the industry, a competitive edge to keep you ahead in the PR game. So you're going to learn the latest in, in media kit design, talking points, segment-style press releases, pre-interview strategies, message development, and lots more. So I've developed this quiz to test our knowledge in areas where we really should know the answers. But I don't want you to worry because if you don't know the answers, that's the whole point. The whole point is that I show you how there's a lot to learn and actually offer you some guidance in the answers so you guys can be on the same level playing field as many of your competition. One thing I'd like to say is that I also believe that it's important to know what your competition is doing. And I'm not saying you have to do what they do, but always know what they're doing to reach your target market. Because if, you, if you're reaching a target market and someone else wants to reach the same target market and they're using strategies and tactics, you should at least know what they are. And this is why I presented this quiz or created this quiz so that you know what other people know who are going after the same thing you're going after, placements, media, expert status, and lots of other things that have to do with the media as well. That's excellent. I mean, information's power. I agree. So mm-hmm. you, you are doing an awesome job at making sure that everyone's fully armed. You got it. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> seems like that some days. <laughs> exactly. So let me, all right, number, question number one is, what is a segment-style press release, and why do I need one? Most important thing about a segment-style press release is that it really outlines what the segment is going to be for the producer so that they don't have to see a press release and think, yes, but what is the segment? Now, there is a, there is a place and a time for your traditional press release, which is your who, what, where, and when type of press release. Let's say you're announcing the publication of a new book. Fine. Who, what, when, where? Let's say you're announcing a speaking event or a book signing. Exactly. Who, what, when, where? When you're pitching the media, though, you don't, you don't want them to say who, what, when, and where. They want them, you want them to say yes. So you have to present them with a segment-style press release that is designed to outline the way the segment is going to unfold for the producer and for the host. We learned this over a period of time when we... We, we decided we have, to, we have to get our producers to say yes to us. What will it need to take a yes? So we learned how they worked. We mm-hmm. actually have producers working in our company, journalists working in our company, and we learned how does a producer work. First, mm-hmm. the things they do is they decide, well, what is the segment going to be? What are we going to talk about for six to eight minutes? And if that's not clearly identified in a press release, then you're making them think more, you're making them go have to think deeper and take more time and figure out what the segment is and then ask you if that's a good segment for you and back and forth over and over again. It's wasting a lot of time. If you move forward and present them with a segment they can immediately put on the air because all the components are there, chances are that they're going to say yes to your segment. A segment-style press release has every single ingredient in it that they need to say yes to your segment all in one place. Okay. So we have... 
we have reduced the need for any to, for them to go anywhere else in order to say yes for your segment or See, to do any more serious thinking about it. David, yeah, it creates the path of least resistance for them. Excuse me. I said it creates the path of least resistance for them. You know that's exactly right. It creates the path of least resistance. You are giving them everything that they need to say yes, making their job easy. Recognize the producer has a tremendous responsibility, and they have more than one segment to book. So the more you can create the segment-style press release, the more you, the more yeses you can get, and the more you can actually showcase yourself as an expert, because only experts know how to create a segment-style press release. We've created it in our company and have brought it forward, and I have a secret surprise for everybody here on the line today, Brandy, is that rather than worrying <laughs> about it and what it comprises and etc. I'm, I'm going to offer the people on the line a special free CD called Create a Segment Style Press Release. Fabulous. Yes. Would you like me to give the link now? Yeah, that'd be terrific. Let All people right. start perusing. Thank you. Yeah, it, it'll help you guys uh, You know, not feel like you have to take a million notes here. It is AnnieJenningsPR.com forward slash segment dash style Fabulous. Thank you. Dash. Oh. <laughs> press dash release dot htm. So that is AnnieJenningsPR.com forward slash segment, S-E-G-M-E-N-T, dash style, S-T-Y-L-E, dash press dash release dot htm will bring you to your segment style press release. And just fill that out, and I'll send you one out, and that's way it'll help you. It's a full hour of description of what this is. Briefly, though, what it is, is you want to lead with some very creative caption points and start to become a student of what captions they're using on national magazines. Those are important. Those are caption points Mm -hmm. designed to create an interest or to capture the attention of the reader. Next element is you do a one-paragraph intro and bio of yourself, leading with your most powerful accomplishments first. If we have time, I can read you an an example of what a powerful intro bio would be. Brandy, you can just let me know if that works for you guys. Yeah, that's fabulous. And the next thing would be I like to call power discussion points. Power discussion points are what are the five things, what are your five message points that you're going to deliver in this interview? Remember talking earlier about consistency over time and over a group of people? Absolutely. We create these power discussion points. Each point is then further followed by three or four lines of conversation. So the producer or the host is going to say the message point as, as a statement of fact or as a way to segue into the next PowerPoint or conversation point, and then they're going to be aware of how you're going to answer that in two or three sentences. And you should have about five of those. Then followed by about six to eight questions that penetrate into the real issues that the, the listener needs to know about. They need answers. They don't need to know why you wrote your book or what your inspiration was or, or why it's so funny or is it funny. They want to know how the book is going to help them. So these, these questions should be created so that the listener can actually walk away with empowered with ways that they can change their lives that very day. And, and then, of course, followed by a slightly expanded bio that just gives more information, your website, email address, and contact information. That's the nutshell version of a segment-style press release. Now, one thing to add on this before we move to questions, quiz number two is this is exactly the way a producer would present the segment to the host. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. When, right. When they're assigned to develop a segment, this is exactly what they do. They'll interview the guests. They'll get the talking points. They'll get the questions. They'll get the intro, and they'll get a few fabulous captions. And there you go. That's fabulous. That makes, you know what? Life made easy. Everyone <laughs> wants that national exposure. And You're I, right. And, you know, something something that we always stress here is, like, consistency, uniformity, consistency, whatever word you want to use, people should know who you are. And, you know, we don't, even if we don't know who we are as, as people professionally. You know, Brandy, yes. What you just said is absolutely brilliant because it goes to quiz number two, the question on number two, which is when someone thinks of you professionally, what three areas of expertise do they do you want them to associate with you? And why? Why do you need to accurately manage their impression of you? This is important. Now, this is key information. This is called branding. We've all heard branding before, but what exactly is it? It is the way people think of you professionally when they hear your name or the name of your company. In this case, we'll say your name. 
Mm-hmm. When people think of Annie Jennings PR or PR Web, what are the three things you associate? Now, I'm the first. I, this is the first time your audience has heard from me, so they may not have the impression of me that they they can brand me yet. But with PR Web, online distribution. Uh, massive results, massive publicity re- results for my business, widespread exposure of my message. Exactly. This could be some of their branding points. Exactly. Or, right. And everyone would be very curious to do a survey to see what three things people think about when they think of cover story or PR web or anything right. like that. Because it's interesting to know how you've accidentally or intentionally branded yourself. Most people accidentally brand themselves with their market initially until they learn what they've done. And then they go back and they say, wait, I want to really now identify three key areas of expertise I want people to think of me for, uh, when they hear my name. That's so Those important. become your branding points. That's, I mean, thank you. Those are excellent, excellent points. And I think that sometimes people don't, we don't always place enough emphasis on ourselves to say, you know what, the way you perceive yourself is not the way people perceive you. And you can craft your image to the public in a way that, They'll receive you the way that you want as long right. as you are, you know, consistent in your message and you put out there the information that you want people to get. You know, exactly. That's exactly right. And remember, the Internet is forever, it seems. Right, <laughs> so, right. <laughs> right. You it, know, anything said in jest, anything said outside of your branding parameters can wind up on that, on that Internet. So now we want to be very, very cautious when commenting to the media or when putting anything in paper, when in writing press releases, that we write according to our branding objectives. That's an excellent, excellent, excellent point. And really to take, like you just said, take yourself seriously. Anything that gets out there can come back to you. So Yes, it, it can. So far that hasn't happened to me, but I've heard right. stories. You know, so yes, I think you're 100% right. People need to be very intentional about what they do. At this point, yes. So it's going to require some strategy. And, and, again, this teleseminar is also up on the digital page. I'm going to offer you guys some free stuff. We love or that. Or this program, a very similar one, mm-hmm. will be up on, so you, people can listen to this one more time if they want to, or as many times, actually. Fabulous. And Cover Story is re- rebroadcast, and we will be putting archives up in the very near future, so people will also be able to pull from this show, which is nice as well. Perfect. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, great. So we, we now number three. What is the advantage of achieving national recognition as an expert? How do I maximize its benefits? And what are the elements, um, public relations related, of course, then that create national expert status? Absolutely. And that's a great question because expert status can set you apart from the crowd. It can actually close the deal for you. It gives you a strategic advantage. And when people are looking to hire, let's say you're, you're, you're looking for publicity in order to support your marketing goals for your company, when all things being equal and you've given a presentation to a, a target comp- company or a target client and someone else has as well, and you can say featured on X, Y, and Z or featured in the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times or, or uh, at, noted as a quoted expert in an industry trade magazine, that has a huge amount of third-party credibility appeal. You actually can you know, stamp yourself as an expert because you're using a third-party source as a validation of your level of expertise. That is key. That is such a phenomenal, phenomenal point. Because the fact is you can jump up and down all day long and say how great you are, but when you get respected sources mm-hmm. saying that, that you are indeed the tops in your industry, mm-hmm. that's what allows you to continue to grow your company and allow you to get the further exposure that you need as well. You know, exactly, Brandy. And another thing people ask me all the time is, yeah, but I feel shy about promoting myself. Well, that's because you haven't created a platform. You don't know who you are, what you stand for, what you've accomplished, and what you bring to the table. You simply create your platform, and again, when we go to my website later, I'll show people how to get a free platform CD, right? I I love to empower my audience. You need to create your platform. When you create your platform and know who you are, you know how to promote yourself in in a very factual manner. This is who I am. This is what I bring to the table. These are my accomplishments. And then, you know what? A platform acts as, it's the deal maker for you. 100%. And then you move forward promoting facts about yourself and your and your credibility and your accomplishments rather than just waiting uh, rather than just saying I am the best there is so hire me. You That's know, scary. I, you, you made I'll tell you you made a, a great great point though in that 
when people aren't used to dealing with the media up front and they're not used to giving interviews, whether it be, you know, print or television or radio, for people to start out a little small so they can get oh. their sea legs. I mean, in, I think that's an excellent point that you made. So that way people can get a little confidence. Which requires going into a strategy, right? You don't want to go into this alone. It would be good to hire somebody to help you guys go into this PR strategy and where you can actually, you know, develop your message, start on, we call them, you know, warm-up interviews. Interviews we consider low risk. They're nice hosts. The audience is a, it's just a nice, nice audience. You know, no one's going to attack it. And work your way up into getting your legs, like you just said, your PR legs, so that when you hit the bigger shows, that want to be challenging, that want you to come out of the box like strong and powerful, because after all, it is a ratings game, right? Absolutely. They want you to be strong, powerful, a personality with opinion. You can share it quickly in a fabulous manner. And then they're going to have you over and over again. You're right. You need to start according to a strategy. But someday you will land those big and major shows. And the more you land for yourself, the higher your expertise is going to be, your national recognition as an expert, the more opportunities you will get. The True. more money-making opportunities you will get, the more deals you're going to be able to close, mm-hmm. the more six-figure book advances you're going yeah. to get, right? And <laughs> Absolutely. The more invited, right, you'll be invited guests on all these major shows, too. Which is fabulous. And you know what? You'll start having fun. Fun. I mean, I think and that's such a key element. I'm just a firm believer that enthusiasm breeds enthusiasm. And once you feel good and you give yourself a little credit to the fact that you know, you are an expert in, you, in your field. You do right. know your stuff. People are extending this invitation because, as you said, you've created this platform and strategy for yourself. You can get on and you can have fun with it. And Absolutely. I would assume that a lot of your clients at the beginning, you know, everyone, people, as, as wonderful as you think you are, as skeptical as you think you are, you know, you are of yourself. So it is important. It is good to have a publicist who you can turn to, who can give you the confidence and say, you know what? You know what you do best. I know what I do best. And let me build and sculpt you for as your, as your public persona. See, that's really the, the job of a publicist, although you may not see that out there that much. It's the job that we've taken on ourselves because we've realized this is the key ingredient. Missing ingredient in the publicity process is bringing the expert to a level where they can showcase themselves on national TV as the expert. So to do that, we've had to add all these other services now, message development, media training, starting you know, to get your, your legs on some, some smaller shows, et cetera, et cetera, because it's what the audience needed in order to reach the final goal of being, being very influential in their field and, and our mission statement of sharing their information to the hopes and dreams of, of, of changing lives for the better, we realized we had to do, implement these additional services in order to get these experts ready to face what they have to face out there. Absolutely. Just a strategy, just like anything else. Absolutely. So now we get to the big R, rejection. <laughs> Did you say rejection? Rejection. Okay. I would love to, I'm going to tell you guys one thing. There is no such thing as rejection. There's just information. And in this case, the information was no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. It's not rejection. It's information. Now, to, to be... If you're going to be pitching yourself, there's going to be some, well, quote-unquote, rejection. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to say that because it's information. If you are rejected once, if that is, if they say no once, you can say, oh, I'm, I, I'm never going back again. That was too humiliating. No. It's, ex- it's information. It's information that you haven't targeted correctly. You either have the wrong person, your pitching, your pitching style's off, your voicemail style's off, you didn't create a media segment. You have to identify what went wrong in the process. Or the, you, or the person was in a bad mood that day. They were oh, super busy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Your timing was off. Your target was off. Your approach to the media was off. Your media etiquette was off. See, I'm, I'm, see what I'm saying now? I'm listing eight to ten areas of expertise that you should have before you even pitch the media. You should have these skills down pat before you pick up the phone and pitch yourself. And I'll explain how you can learn all about those later. Because, again, we have everything. Everything you need is right on our website to, to become a top-notch publicist for yourself. That's fabulous. And, I, and I'm just a firm believer. I personally would rather, I'd rather have a thousand no's and one yes than, you know, 999 maybes. 
Because, oh, of course. You know, because, of course. you know, that allows you. And, and you know what, people, whether you, like you said, there is no such thing as rejection. You move on and you revisit it and you keep your notes so you can understand what people want or maybe what people want, depending upon various types of, um, of media, Mm-hmm. Because they may change depending upon the the geography or you know what type of of trade publication it is. Absolutely. And yeah, like you said, just keep recap, recrafting, refocusing, and mm-hmm. stay tenacious. Sure. Most importantly, be sure you're not pitching last week's news. This is why I encourage everyone who wants to achieve expert status is to be following the news of their industry so they're pitching next level ideas, not last week's ideas. <laughs> You see something on a show, don't pitch the same don't don't pitch the same topic. Say, okay, what's the next level thought that has to do with the topic that I just saw on this national show? Pitch right. the next level idea. These are some advanced techniques. What if you're rejected twice? Okay, twice means you've got to go back to the drawing board. Something is wrong with your message. You're not keying in. Who better than a producer or a host knows what their audience wants to hear? They know everything. They're a walking encyclopedia. They're a walking internet of everything that's happened over the last year, two years, three years in their area, in the areas that they have on the show. So they know if you're pitching last week's news or not. So you've, the second time that they say no, you absolutely have to go back and reevaluate what it is you're pitching. Excellent, All other things point. being done well, that is you know how to pitch, you know how to leave a voicemail, your press releases are fine, you know email etiquette, et cetera, et cetera. If you're still saying no, you've got the topic wrong. You've got your segment idea that you're pitching wrong. And then you go back to the drawing board. The trick question in all this is, what if you're rejected three times? Okay. Reason that's a trick question is because there should never be a third rejection. Okay. It, please expound. All right. So you do your first pitch. Try it a second time. If they reject you twice, you have to go back to the drawing board and re, it, revisit the areas that could have gone wrong and change. Now you're going back with a new pitch. You're going back with an enhanced pitch. You're going back with having troubleshooted what you were doing wrong. And this, you always need, I find you need a third-party eye, a professional, to evaluate what you've done and say, okay, this could be where it went wrong. This could be the problem. So you see you're never going in for the kill the third time. You're never going in for that third rejection in a row because now you're coming back with a whole new pitch and you're starting again at number one. Which is Am so important. Am I going to reject it at number one? Once you get someone to say, yes, you're on to something, ooh, I did something right. Which is, you know, which mentally really does help you because it really gives you a lot more confidence to go out there. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's an excellent, excellent point. And, and as far as, you know, continuing to define, refine, define, refine. And learn your craft, exactly. And you're not going to learn it if you go do the same thing over and over again. You're only going to waste the producer's time, which is why it's so hard to get through to them in the first place. Because guess how many people never take a look at what they're doing wrong. They just go, they just go 99 times you know, to, right. the, to more and more producers, and the producers get tired of even answering the call. So one of the challenges is even getting through to a producer anymore unless you're the utmost professional. Very and true. We have, and we have ways to get through. Oh, how do we get through? Ways to get through are to appear professional every stage of the game. First thing you're going to get is a voicemail, 10-second, 13-second voicemails at most, showing, showing that you're professional. Very quick, this is my segment. This is why I'm qualified. I'd love to hear back from you. See how quick that can be? Yeah, absolutely. Get in, get their attention, get, get out. Get out. Yep. But now, look, see, now you want to practice that a lot on your own voicemail because at first you're going to be real scared and there's going to be all the ums and everything. Uh-huh. And then you go back and you do it again and again and again until you can now add personality. Leaving a voicemail is actually an audition. If you sound great on the voicemail, good segment, good credentials, you're ready to rock and roll. They want you. That's an excellent, excellent point. What an, that's an excellent point. This is your voicemail is an audition because mm-hmm. if you can come across on voicemail, which I mean, you're out there on the stage all by yourself, mm-hmm. you can fly anywhere. I love that. And we have a voicemail CD too. Like I said, we have everything. And one guy, I didn't know this. He listened to it. He left me a voicemail, and I said, "You know what? That's the best voicemail I have ever heard." That's and then terrific. the funny part at the very end, he goes, "And guess what? I learned all this in your voicemail tape." <laughs> Didn't that make you feel wonderful? <laughs> yeah, what exactly. a terrific call! I mean, that's an awesome, awesome compliment. And you know what? If you would stick by, we need to pay a little compliment to our advertisers. We'll be right back on Cover Story. Boxer shorts or blazer? Come dressed as you are at WebmasterRadio.fm.
Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. More and more women are experiencing amazing pleasures, enjoying playful chocolates from PlayfulCash.com. All natural gourmet Colombian treats that are simply sinful. As a PlayfulCash.com affiliate, you'll enjoy weekly payouts up to 50% on all sales of these trademark and patented products. Multiple payout options, 5% referral fees, and private labeling available. Isn't life sweet when playful is highly profitable? For more money-making info, visit PlayfulCash.com today. Unlock the adventure. Your key to the hottest games on the net. From Ultima Online to Dark Age of Camelot is here. Introducing Duo Cash. Duo Cash. Available wherever prepaid calling cards are sold or online at duocash.com. Enjoy instant access to the ultimate internet gaming excitement. Anywhere you see paybycash.com or Duo Cash. No credit card or bank account required. Game merchants and webmasters, get your game on. Don't leave money on the table except Duo Cash. Sign up today for the official prepaid game card. Of the internet. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keeping you out of rush hour traffic. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to this edition of Cover Story with myself, you know who I am, David McGinnis and Mick Jolly of PR Web. And today our special guest is Annie Jennings of Annie Jennings PR. Welcome back, Annie. Hello. I'm happy to be here. This has been a terrific, terrific episode. Um, for those of you just tuning in, um, Annie's presented us with a quiz that allows everyone to really either rethink or start to think about creating a strategy and a plan for crafting yourself so that um, you can be the expert outside uh, outside of your own company and make sure that you're presenting your company or your person depending upon um, if, if you're, exactly. if you're, you know, branding. The, mm-hmm. the competitive edge, keep you ahead in the PR game, brand Thank yourself, you. right? So when people think of you professionally out there in the world, they're thinking the things you want them to think about you. Which is so important because, you know, Brandyism number 754, the way you perceive yourself is not the way other people perceive you. Well, and I don't think branding has been fully explained before. I know a lot of people say they're branding experts and all this, but really the branding that I have seen done on the website, I have to say, well, well, I should know from reading your materials your branding areas, your branding points, and we can call them even keywords. Absolutely. Them, yeah, the keywords that you would embed in a press release that you would put out through PR Web should be the branding keywords, too. Absolutely. And really, you know, talk to those three points, five points. Always keep reinforcing the image and the properties that you want to to your publics. Exactly. That's exactly. And don't dilute the way that they feel about you. You can have subcategories, and this can be another show we'll do someday, and I'll talk about how you deal with your sub-branding points. That is your secondary branding points. There's primary and secondary, but for today, the primary branding points are really important, and they should carry the theme throughout your press releases and, of course, throughout your websites. Which is so important because now we get to, what is a media website? Well, that's the best question of all because if you're going to be dealing with the media now, you have to have something called a media website, which is created by our company, The Concept. The reason for a media website is the media would like to go to a website that just showcases you as the expert that you are. No bells and whistles. They don't need to know that you're an e-commerce guru and you're selling a zillion tapes. They don't need to know your book's available for sale on Amazon. They don't need to know all the things a typical website would have on it. They need to know things that will support their booking you as an expert on their show. 
So they want to see this. It's almost like arriving at this, you know, elegant, uh, you know, dinner party, gorgeously dressed, and everybody just sees you as the wonderful, professional, and, and fabulous person that you really are. That's how you want to dress your website. You know, upscale, business professional, with pizzazz, with personality, not with a bunch of crazy things on it that you might put on an e-commerce website to draw attention to yourself or however people design their websites. I have full respect for that. Everyone's entitled to have all kinds of websites for different types of business, e-commerce, book selling, everything they want, their other businesses. Mm -hmm. But for the media website, you have to really put on there exactly what they want to see. Nothing too crazy, no dancing fish, easy to get into, little use of flash and moving graphics as they're slow to upload and can freeze a machine. The colors, professional, crisp, clean colors, not too many colors all met, all in there, you know, together. But just sort of dress your website the way you would dress for a very professional business meeting where you wanted to get hired. That's and excellent. I would, right, create the mix between professionalism and personality. Right, because you definitely want to showcase who you are and try mm-hmm. to have that bleed through. But, yeah. you know, there's a difference because on a website, when you're trying to sell your book, you're trying to sell mm-hmm. a product or service, you're trying to get people to do that, that buy button or that join it's a, button. Right, it's a conversion rate. You're looking to sell your book. You're looking for the visitor to click, I want to buy your book. This is different. You are looking for the producer to read and see just enough to say, perfect expert for my segment, they are booked. Right. That's what we want. So that's the conversion. You want to exude confidence Mm -hmm. and expert status so someone will say, well, this is a Mm no-brainer. I can move on to the next thing. Book them, George. Yes, exactly, (laughs) which we love to hear. So here's some of the things you're going to need, and we can do this another time, too. It does take a while to go over the various pages. First thing you're going to need, though, is to, to, to open your website with a very, very solid homepage that's very much like a bio. A homepage and a bio on a media website will be similar. Our research has showed that the media, to, when they're going to a traditional website, will click the bio first. You know why? They don't have time for a, 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 a homepage that's going to have all this stuff on it that doesn't pertain to you as the expert. They want to see you as the expert as the bio. Mm-hmm. So they'll click on the bio. I like to now, since we're doing a media website, is to create the homepage that reads very much like a bio, okay, just okay. because they land there first, and we want them to. Okay. And we don't want them to have to go clicking around. Every click they have to make, the closer you are to losing the segment. Excellent one point. Thing, article, the most important thing to know, number one, do not say this is a website created for the media only. We don't want to showcase that you are that you really advertise that you created this just for the media. We just want you to be a fabulous expert revealed within the pages of this website. They'll get the idea that you're going to make a great guest, but we never say, "Oh, here's my media website." Not at all. You just say, and this is where the naming of the site comes important. You want to name the site after yourself. Most people's site is are not named after themselves. You want to, for instance, and when you, I use David McGinnis as an example. Let's say David wanted to do an expert site for himself. His major site is prweb.com. We know that. Okay. So prweb.com is fine. It could have an about the creator, about David McGinnis, all that in there. But if he wanted to do a media website on himself, it would be called davidmcginnis.com. So I would recommend that people... I own that site. Pardon me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, okay. I would suggest people on this line when they get off, let's go and right now go to GoDaddy.com or whatever you want to recommend, Brandy, they go to. Because I like that because you can search out without, you know, putting in all these passwords. You can actually see what's available. It's really easy. Mm-hmm, or cool who is or any of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, any of that. And just check out if your name's available. If it is, grab it. If you have a PhD or other designation, grab David, I'll use you as an example. David McGinnis, Ph.D., grab that. Dr. David McGinnis, grab that. Mm -hmm. Right, because you're not likely to have a business under that name, but you're likely to have a media website under your name and your professional credentials. Which is awesome because when people do think of of a person in general, you do want to, like, I mean, I, I oftentimes search by someone's name if I'm trying to find out more about that person. Mm-hmm. So it does make life easier if the first, you know, if I type in the person's name, obviously the most relevant thing would be their own personal website. Should come up, exactly, in the Google search. There should be no problem with that. Exactly. Or so Yahoo. I'm, absolutely, and Yahoo. Believe me, I, I love the way Yahoo indexes their their um, their search engine. I really do. Yeah, do no. A great we, job. We really I can't, 
I can't figure out Google yet, but um, webs, but Yahoo is is I love the way they do it. It's very very useful to me for finding experts, etc. So I can do a, they do a great job. True. You know, it, it, very important then. So is that you name your website correctly? And we've got all, already gone over the use of color. People have asked me, is it okay to just put a media page on the site that I have now? And I got to say no. I would love to see for purposes of media, for purposes of the media saying yes and being convinced that you are the expert of choice and you're going to do a great job for them, start your own media site. It's not that expensive. You know? Right, right. Yeah. No, that makes sense because what you're saying is sort of divide up church and state. If your exactly. company website is selling product and services, yes, you should definitely have in the news and all the things that you've been quoted in and the shows that you've appeared in all of this to create extra credibility for the purchases of your product or service or mm-hmm. book or whatever. But if you, but yes, I I think that's brilliant and easy easier to do is to if you're marketing yourself um, autonomously from the company or as the expert of the company, the more you can have out there and the more that you can um, create information that's easy for people to process. Plus, not making it look also too like you're a figurehead, just a figurehead for the company you're promoting. I think True. gives you extra credibility. Actually, great points. Yes, that you made. Absolutely, you you'd be you'd be wonderful in this business, Brandy. <laughs> oh, you're <thank> a you. <laughs> you know what you're doing. <laughs> thank you. I try and, not. You know. The nice part about this is I know we're we're coming to the close. Is that we just did right before this? I I just did a full one hour on how to create a media website. All right, and that's going to be up on my digital page tomorrow as well. Fabulous. So you're going to get all these wonderful things up there. <laughs> No, this is terrific. You know, mm-hmm. information's power, and we love our listeners to be armed with as much information as possible. That's right, because creating a, a website designed especially for the media is a very, it's a complex. It's easy, but yet it's complex. You have to think about how they're going to perceive you. It's the whole branding thing. Do you accidentally want to be branded in another way? Quick example was I had this conversation with someone, and they're actually a leadership consultant, and yet all over his website is br- coaching. I said, well, you're a coach according to your website. He goes, absolutely not. So we'll appear everywhere. <laughs> right, right. Isn't that interesting? Yep. Help guide you and help you craft the perfect site. And we're in the infant stages of creating these media websites. Our company has brought them forward because we need them. We need them to get yeses for our clients. And the reason is we're only paid if we get a yes, by the way. The pay-for-placement business model that we use, it means you only pay me if I get a yes from the media for you. So I need to arm you guys with the tools, strategies, talents, uh, media training, every single thing you are going to need. I need to craft you into this perfect expert so that they book you so I can get, my, I can get paid. There you go. <laughs> and that's great. Low risk, high reward. Low risk for the client. That's right. And they do wind up paying because we happen to be very successful at what we do. That's fabulous. I mean, I've only heard the nicest things about you. And, oh, thank you. Uh, it, and, and that's just tremendous. Okay, so moving right along. Um, if you're an expert or a book author, why do you also need to be a producer? I think we've pretty much kind of... We, ha- we, we have talked about yeah, that, yes. I think we've pretty much covered that. And, um, gee, the impact of a radio interview. Well, we love radio. <laughs> radio allows you to a longer period of time on the air, just like we have now. We, mm-hmm. have, almost a, we have a full hour. We can really get into the meat and potatoes of, the, of our topic. We can talk about things. I had a chance to do some promo in, in a couple of my answers. I weave some in. I don't know if you noticed, but uh-huh. you know, I did you. so in a professional and responsible manner. Absolutely, and, very gracefully. Yeah, I have right, to say you are the epitome of charming. <laughs> so <laughs> what you can do in a radio interview. Radio, they love that, too, because... They really understand you're doing them, you're helping them, and they're helping you as well. So they understand that wonderful relationship. They're very supportive. Whereas if you think about a TV show, they really hardly even mention you as an expert. They may or may not mention you as the author of a book. They certainly will never mention your website. And they, they, they may not do the promotional things, and they may cut you off when you try to promote yourself. Well, I think, I think and, and I agree with you, I think that, I definitely personally, you know, I mean, I think being quoted, oh, my goodness, in Forbes or Wall Street Journal or any of those are phenomenal, but they're one dimensional. Yeah. I think radio and TV allows you to completely exude who you are. You become three dimensional. You can reach out and touch someone on many different levels vis-a-vis just having it scripted in, you know, the prose that are written by someone else. And you're sort of leaving it in someone else's hands how you're being um, promoted. 
I agree. And the reason, though, we really like print, too, is it, because it accomplishes a different mission. You're absolutely right. The two other venues allow you to really showcase yourself and your personality. The, the, this is the printed word now, but guess what it does? It gives you a huge credibility because on your website, mm-hmm. we're talking about the media website, you're able to put the icon of a magazine, let's say. Yes. Let's say you're in Newsweek. My goodness, that'd be mm-hmm. awesome. You know, with permission, you can put the Newsweek logo, and you can click on that, and they can click right to the article. Which is fabulous, and that's long-lasting. That's something yeah. that people can go back to time and time again. So there's, I mean, I think, you know, they always say no publicity, you know, all publicity is good publicity. And anywhere that you can get coverage in um, a respected venue is tremendous. Well, I say never say no because when we get to the bio and you'll hear that when you listen to the digital, is that you want to lead with your strongest media placement because that's what's going to be the most impressive to the next person who's looking at your site saying, I want to book you on my show. So if the Today Show is looking to book you and you were just in USA Today, they would love to see that. That's going to help them say yes to you because you've got the expertise and credentials to make it into USA Today. So that's why I always say yes to all media opportunities because they serve you in a certain way. They serve your ability to create national expert status for yourself. Absolutely. So you want to do that. You want to have a handful of TV, a handful of print, and a handful of radio interviews to support what we call the platform. That is what it is that you bring to the table for everyone to say yes to you. Clients, publishers, media. That creates your platform. And you only need a handful of media placements to do that. Which is fabulous. And you know what? It makes you feel good as a person, too. Oh, you're not kidding. You know, it sort of uh, keeps the fires burning in in your soul, which is is great. You know, we all appreciate outside influences saying, hey, we really think what you do is wonderful. Come Mm -hmm. talk about it. We value your opinion. That's you right. know, just just from like a, a, a people standpoint, mm-hmm. um, is a talking point a good thing or a bad thing? All right, that's a great question because talking points right now are getting some negative publicity because I think the spin, and it's another word too that's negative publicity, because a talking point in spin means that people only want to come on the show to spin, right, the segment into the idea that they want to prevail, and they come on with these preconceived talking points that they're going to say no matter what the question. So that in no way is a good thing for PR people, not a good thing for us. We prefer now to talk them, you know, powerful discussion points that we're going to share in the interview. We're not going to spin the interview at all. We're going to share our powerful discussion points that really have value to the listener and that don't serve our own personal agenda. We certainly are allowed to weave in our promotional information, but we don't want to be a walking commercial for our venue or for for our for our organization, or as we see this a lot in the political parties, they just want to be a walking advertisement for the for, for their, their party. That's an excellent, excellent point, because I think that people tend to pay more attention to you if you know your stuff and you're delivering good information. Right. And then it's, wow, I listened to that Annie Jennings, and she, I learned so much from her. How right. can I get a hold of her? Yeah, exactly. And in, in the same thing of a talking point, people will answer with a talking point regardless of what question they're answered. They're asked. So you can ask me a question, and because I feel like getting my talking point in, I won't even answer your question. Which is disgusting because then it makes a, it makes yeah. you sound silly, it disturbs the host, mm-hmm. and, you know, and nobody no, wins. There's no true engagement taking place. There's no concern for the listener and the people around you. And I think then you brand yourself as a very selfish person, which you don't want to do. No, absolutely not. David, what were you saying? I said, oh, you want to get yourself invited back. (laughs) (laughs) Over and over again. You want to be invited back over and over again. And that's why you need to be a personality. You need to produce your own segment. You need to show up on the doorstep as a personality. And to do that, you need a lot of message development, media training, practice, and, uh, and confidence just follows. You don't even need confidence when you start out. That's a byproduct of the, per- of, of the process. Right. That's so true. That's so true. And the more you do it, uh, the better you'll get. And, as, you know, as long as you go into something with, you know, positive enthusiasm, you can make mistakes and, and people will be there to help you through. Oh, absolutely. And, nobody, and then you realize it doesn't even matter if you make a mistake. You know, it happens all over. Everybody does. There's a lot to be said for just being in a process and not being afraid to move forward just just day by day and stay in it, kick it up a notch each day, and before you know it, you'll find yourself a national expert hey, that's with a wonderful reputation. Point. That's an excellent, excellent point. Don't be afraid. Change is going to happen, and, and just go with the flow. 
Mm-hmm. Good for you. Wow, Annie, Annie. There's a couple of questions we should probably uh, take out of the chat real quick before we close up, if we, if we have a moment still. Of, for you? Sure. Absolutely. Don't forget to give me 30 seconds. I just want to offer all my freebies on my site. Oh, for sure. At some point, yeah. I don't Absolutely. Know how you, guys... you need to do that. Well, this first question is pretty quick. Uh, it's, a, it's from Pam in our chat room, and she says, uh, if, if we have a series of radio interviews, should a press release be sent at the time of each interview, or is it necessary at all? And uh, I uh, suggested that you answer that. Oh, absolutely, Pam. Series of press releases. I, I would say the same press release, or, or the series of radio interviews, was that? Yeah, series of radio interviews. Okay, yes. Your, press re- your segment-style press release should always be sent, because the host maybe does not have time to read your book or read your material or research your website, et cetera, et cetera. So they may not know what your talking points are, and this could cause you trouble in the interview because you won't be able to really focus on some of the things you really feel are important. If you provide them with your segment-style press release, 99% of the time they will follow your format, which is exactly what you want to achieve, a consistent message over time to masses of people to create new thought and influence trends. Fabulous. Uh, fabulous. That's an awesome, awesome point. So not a generic press release. This is, everyone listen up. This is your segment style press release so that you, you can guide the host instead of the host per right. se guiding you. Right, because that's how it works. And you can get the free CD and we'll tell you how at the end. Yay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Mick, next question. The next question is in, in our uh, lounge. It's uh, from Drew uh, Produces and it says here, how can affiliates use PR Web? And the question continued. Um, basically because affiliates uh, don't have a unique product but are just promoting other products. So how can they justify a news release? Oh, is that a question for me? That is a question for you, yeah. Well, what I, what I would recommend that they do is I would think that, that people should write a press release about how online distribution can empower any company. And then I there think that, pardon me? Excellent. Very well, that's good. what I would do. Okay, we're all taking notes. Right, and then if I ha- if I were an affiliate, right, of PR Web, I would definitely be showcasing their services, and I'd educate. See, there's an education piece here. When you educate your your audience on how they can use the PR Web to increase their 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 target market, to increase the amount of business that they close, to increase their exposure, to increase their their online uh, exposure, so many areas. And this becomes a formidable business strategy. Using PR Web could be like, you know, one of a formidable business strategy. I would share that concept, and then people would, I'd have a way for them to sign up through me that has come to my site, click on the PR Web icon, which automatically, you know, goes into my affiliation code, and I get all the uh, benefits of being an affiliate with them. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, one other thing I would do is, at PR Web, if I had a list of affiliates, I would weekly send out tips on how to use PR Web effectively so that people can, again, educate themselves and a way to link back to that one button that links them to PR Web. And I do that on a weekly basis through a variety of broadcast programs. Oops, I'm sorry, David? That would work with any kind of, any kind of product or service that's offered through an affiliate program. B- very true. Very true. I mean, so people listen to this. This is not just in regard to maximizing, um, you know, the affiliate marketplace with PR Web, but just the affiliate marketplace in general. So excellent, excellent advice, Annie. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So, hey, so perhaps you could share with us how our listeners can go and get all those free goodies. (laughs) All All right. I don't know if anybody is on the website right now, but it is AnnieJenningsPR.com. Now, this is going to be up on our digital page tomorrow. But here you go. Annie Jen- you might want to write this down. AnnieJenningsPR.com mm-hmm. forward slash digital.htm is our digital page. Fabulous. But, however, you may want to just do AnnieJenningsPR.com. Put that in your favorites. Now, as you go down AnnieJenningsPR.com, you'll scroll down and you'll see free digital, and it's, it's in blue. And I just got to go back to that Annie Jennings PR page. And you'll scroll down and you'll see free digital publicity audio, listen free now. And it's halfway down on the page. So just scroll down on that because we have so many services and offerings here. We have the Superstore, the CDs and tapes. We have teleseminars. We have an affiliate program. Fabulous. We have this free digital publicity audio. Click on that. And that's going to bring you to the digital page, which the address on that is 
AnnieJenningsPR.com forward slash digital.htm, and you guys get to hear how to search engine optimize your PR web press release and build a multiple press release campaign. And that's a teleseminar that we did with PR Web recently, and you're able to download that or listen to that. Terrific. Right, right uh, on your computer, which is fun. They make great company. You just play these in the background. And the one sentence that can change your life is so much fun. Mystery producer X reveals all, and he did. And he revealed so much he couldn't tell us who he was. You no, know, that's terrific. That's yeah, t- you know what? You, we don't care who you are if you're divulging information that, oh, yeah. you know, once so, again can arm us. This is, this is the good stuff. And get the definitive advantage with this knowledge. This is what we did yesterday. It's answers to the PR quiz, the one that we did today, with, uh, with a lot more in-depth knowledge as well uh, in, in what we shared today. It's another take on the, on the seminar that we did today as well. Now, tomorrow, what you're, what's going to be up here is we did a media kit, how to create a media website. That will be up here as a free digital. Fabulous. And today's teleseminar will be, or, or show uncover story will also be up there if you'd like to revisit the information we shared here today. Now, one more thing is that I offered earlier the segment-style press release. So here's where you can get that. It's the AnnieJenningsPR.com forward slash segment dash style dash press dash release .htm and you will get your free segment style press release. That's so important because I think people aren't used, I think people are, aren't used to creating those kind of press releases. So that's really terrific. Right. It'll be very helpful for everyone. So thank you so much for having me on the show today. It was well, a really know, awesome experience. Annie's website's the only place you can get that information because she created the product, she created the concept and of the segment style press release. So if you're going to learn it, you got to learn it from the creator. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? Too. Well Watch put. For that. Thank you, David. <laughs> well put. I think that's a great idea. I mean, you know, Annie, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I think that you've given a lot of clarity to our listening audience and really given people some sound advice that they can go and really start implementing immediately and start seeing positive results. Absolutely. And the nice part about it is all the information you need in expanded format is right there on my site. It is free to all. I want you to go there, use it, enjoy it, share it with your email lists and friends, and it's just there for everyone, everyone to enjoy it and learn. Good for you. That's just, it's powerful and it's wonderful, and we appreciate having you as a guest on Cover Story, and we hope that you'll come back again soon. Oh, absolutely. Terrific. Well, uh, I'm going to wish everyone... A happy January, what is this, the 12th? Yes, it is. It yeah. Is. Please remember my birthday is on Monday. I'm getting old, so don't make me feel old. Oh, it's your birthday? Congratulations. Uh, yeah, right. I do need a congratulations. <laughs> well, that's the luckiest day of the year. Happy birthday, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, January, it's Monday. January 17th is the luckiest day of the year. Yes, thank you. Yes, it is. I like you, Annie. You're going to have a good year. Oh, again, from your mouth to God's ears, as well for you and our entire listening audience. You guys will see you next week on Cover Story.